0: And welcome to Midnight Fun, a Twilight podcast. I'm Katie, and I'm here because we had our first day of bright skies in the whole, like, since August. Like, we've had our first sun in so (laughs) long, which is the opposite of what vampires want. But it's made me in a really good mood, and I'm here to analyse some vampires.
1: I'm Liv, and I'm here because it's only two days till Valentine's Day, so I thought this would be the quickest way to let you guys know that you have two days to confess your undying love for me.
0: My okay. card's already in the mail.
1: <laughs> Aww, Dad, you shouldn't have,
0: but you totally should. I'm my undying love for you. I'll just express it on a pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can you imagine Sir Archie doing that and being like, "Well, it's recorded."
1: <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine? <laughs> Wait, no, that's a fanfic, right? That has to be yeah, a fanfic.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Love that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so this is chapter twenty-three. Goodbyes.
0: Yeah. Some plot. Some spice. Plot. What a fun time.
1: So much plot.
0: Like, like, compared to what we're used to, where it's just Edward has a panic attack for 40 pages, yeah. and Bella makes one fun comment. We got, like, multiple scene changes and yeah. all the characters. Multiple. Loads of stuff. Like, stuff that we knew I... from Twilight, stuff we didn't know from <laughs> Twilight. Bit of everything. Had a good time. Enjoyed this one. I
1: did. You know who didn't have a good time? Who? Charlie.
0: No. Yeah... It, we'll go through a chapter summary in a second, but this yes. is, you know, the chapter where she breaks Charlie's heart to protect him. I know. Shall we start with our favourite quotes and then we can just get into a little summary?
1: Yes. Okay. Do you want to hear my favourite quote? Yes. Can I go first? Because I'm so excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sound of my teeth grinding seems extra loud. Don't worry, Bella, Emmett was saying in a voice I found much too upbeat while he loosened her from her harness. We'll take care of things here quickly. Like, I just thought that was so cute. Mm, Emmett yes. just said, like, la 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 la, take you out <laughs> your harness, smile, <laughs> smile, smile. And Edward's there, like... <laughs> How dare
0: making, you be upbeat.
1: <laughs> he's making a noise that I, I assume sounds like a fork in a garbage disposal. Please make, make that noise for us in in live on the
0: pod. Yeah.
1: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs>
0: I am so sorry, headphone <laughs> listeners. Left soundboard is back and is here to fight. Left soundboard is
1: back. <laughs> but also, Katie asked for it. so. I did. I did. That is I my mean, fault. <laughs> like very small America explained. America explained why do teeth? Why do you think have teeth? Why, why do I don't they like have it? teeth? Very scary. Why, why do can't, they have can't teeth?
0: you use a bin? What if a child puts their hand bin? in there? What if a dog jumps up in there? Uh, and They just stress me out. What if you're Fixing the sink
1: and you yeah. turn on accidentally. Oh, I know. Uh,
0: I'm, I'm too afraid of, like, people are like, but it wouldn't happen. I'm like, but you guys have, like, power surges oh, where, and stuff, right? Like, you know when you're in your mm-hmm. house and all your, like, everything goes on and off because there's a power surge? Like, not very often, but it does happen. What if that's the moment you're, like, fishing, <gasps> oh, like, a ring out of the sink? Why are there teeth oh. in your sinks? <laughs> anyway, what was your favourite quote? My favourite quote this week, so context, this is, like, Edward and Bella in... The car, and he says something along the lines of like, "Well, it was your idea," and she says, "It was the best idea. Of course, it was mine." Queen of confidence knows what she's Queen doing. She's ready. She's here, and I love mm-hmm. her. I love her. She's
1: also right. She is right. right. Mm-hmm. Best ideas always come from Bella. We have we've learned this throughout yeah. this book. Yeah. <laughs> All of Edward's ideas are stinky, stinky rubbish.
0: I know, and he's like, "I know so much better," and then Bella suggests something, and he's like. Maybe she wasn't a stupid little dumb dumb after all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, he does have a moment of that this chapter. He's yeah. like, wow, maybe she isn't completely stupid. And I'm yeah. like, oh, right. right. <laughs> <Chapter> summary time. <laughs> yes. They drive back to Forks.
0: Yeah, they drive because back to Forks.
1: they live outside Forks.
0: Well, they're coming from, straight from the baseball field, right?
1: I know, so that's, like, that can
0: I think it just means, Forks. like, into the suburbs, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, if I was, like, I'm leaving, insert hometown name here, don't want to get doxxed, yeah. to, like, go yep. <laughs> to this nice beach, I'd be like, oh, yeah, went there, and then I came back to, insert um, road name here, you know? So yeah. I think it's more of a, that situation where they go just far enough. And they had to, like, travel in the jeep off-road to get there, so I think it's, like, kind of True, far. True,
1: actually. Yeah. So it's, like, in the wilderness and that. Yeah. Right. You know what? You are right. <laughs> so they
0: go, they go back to Forks. Yeah. And she goes to upset they, Charlie, um, basically. Yeah, she goes
1: to upset Charlie. Yeah. There's that whole scene. It's so sad. It's because
0: they're it's trying so to prevent, very, very um, sad. James from tracking her. Well, they're trying to get James to track her, but into the wrong place. Yeah. And, like, away from Charlie. Mm-hmm. And their logic is, which we haven't, like, heard before, is, like, if they just stay and protect her in the town, then he'll just kill off, like, her friends. and yeah. Like, random humans. Yeah. So... Ooh. Yeah, so, good insight very gross. on that. Um... Yeah, I think we'll get more into like the stuff that we learned in this chapter when we talk about it because yeah. that's more fun. So basically, mm-hmm. there's that scene and then they drive off um, while they're yep. like tracking where James is and they drive back to the Cullen house where um, Laurent is there and he basically is like, "Good luck, <laughs> you're
1: gonna die, you're gonna die, good luck, good luck again." <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and they basically try and get the family on team and Rosalie's like, well, I'm not going to leave mm-hmm. Esme to die. So I'm on team, but like, this is stupid, um, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of mean, but OK, like, I get and, it.
1: Yeah, but I have points to make about Rosalie this chapter because, yeah, yeah, I've got points to make, yeah. but we'll get to those. Um, And then Esme and Bella switch clothes yeah. and they sort all the cars out mm-hmm. and then Bella drives away. Yeah.
0: With Alice and Jasper. Yep. Yeah. And Edward and um, Emma and Carlyle go away with a body bag, <laughs> pretending oh, yeah. to be Bella. <laughs> I
1: love that. So, absolute kings. I love it so much.
0: Right. I start this discussion by asking what the heck the first line of this means. Because I just said it for ages. Like, surely what? So, I will read it to you. Um, and you can help me decipher it. And I would like to hear everyone's opinions. So, the line is. That was the last thing anyone said as we raced back into forks. Um, so, you know, nothing comes before that, um, apart from the chapter title, which is Goodbye. So I was like, are you trying to include that in it, or are you talking about from the previous chapter, where he's just like, keep your opinions to yourself? Um,
1: I think it's the previous chapter, but, it but sounds it's not so weird. Clear. It's so
0: weird to follow, follow on a chapter. Like, I get the same scene, yeah. whatever, but from a line, like... Why we were? Yeah, you just say so no one
1: spoke as we raced back to Forks. You know, you wouldn't say that was the last thing. And yeah, I just felt so Actually, weird because it was Edward himself speaking. Yeah, that sounds like someone else has spoken and then Edward's kept silent. Yeah.
0: it's you just, like, just been, like it's just a weird one. No one, one spoke. So it was strange. Say
1: a damn. Thing. Do you want to talk Edward or do you want to talk other Cullens this chapter hmm. first?
0: Shall we go other Cullens than Edward because other Collins are more okay. fun? Um
1: yes let's talk Emmett please, please. because em- he does something this chapter that blew my mind absolute
0: perfect right. Emmett chapter like the
1: perfect Emmett chapter <laughs>
0: the main like thing like so. that encapsulates it is his thoughts are focused on Bella and then there's a line that's like his few moments as a bodyguard seem to affect him deeply her safety, was his current priority, which is nice in theory and is nice in it. But the way he goes about it is very funny. Liv, I'll let you find whatever you want to find. <laughs> okay,
1: so I mean, it's like it was like. Also, I love the Bella brought out everyone's protective side. Very cute. Mm-hmm. However, Emmett makes a choice. Yeah. So, he is running along. He's like, yeah, okay. If I was the tracker watching me. What would I want him to see? So Emmett has a moment of observing the male gaze, shall we say. Vampire. <laughs> the vampiric gaze. Nice. <laughs> it's cute. He's like, if I was a vampire watching me I'm a vampire, what would I not want to see? So, and I will read this out. Emmett was imagining the tracker watching... Only Alice and I knew he was carefully keeping his distance, just following the sound of the truck through the darkness. He wouldn't put himself in close range tonight. Still, Emmett wanted to make it clear that the truck would have to go directly through him to get to Bella. He made a running leap that propelled him over the Jeep and into the bed of the truck. I fought with the steering as the truck reacted. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bella's old ass truck. Like, her old truck that, like, can barely start. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, ye. Yeah, <laughs> Hello. I love him so much. There's definitely a dent in the bed of that truck now, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He
0: also I... like climbs to the top of a big old tree to be like, I'm here. Yeah. I'm protecting yes. the house, <laughs> which I love.
1: Bella also freaks out when he does this, obviously. Yeah. She like, screams because mm-hmm. she thinks death is coming for her, and it's just that like, oh, it's Emmett. <laughs>
0: You imagine you're like, oh, vampire's after me and then suddenly one just lands on your car and you're like, oh no, oh no, no, no. You'd
1: be so scared. You'd be like, oh my god, this is it. (laughs) This is the last thing I hear is this god-awful crunch of my truck bed giving out.
0: In the same vein, when they go to the house and they're like, right, action stations, he obviously goes up the tree, (laughs) but Alice, like, runs and then goes underneath the truck and then, like, suctions to the bottom of the truck. It's fully like Matilda hiding in Matilda, you know, she's under the table. (laughs) It's so good, it's such a fun image.
1: It's that everyone's like, Bella cannot do a single thing for herself. So Emmett is there, unbuckling her from the jeep (laughs) and then just carrying her in, in his arms. And apparently he is so big and she is so teeny tiny that when he's holding her, you can barely see her. Yes. Because his arms are so giant and tree trunk like. To which I say, this boy must be absolutely mad. To hide
0: a whole human woman.
1: so hench (laughs) but it's just I just love it he's just like and I will carry Bella into the house this whole chapter
0: is great for people (laughs) just moving Bella from locations like I'm sure she could have walked up and down the stairs, but like Esme picks her up and is like we're going upstairs and then Alice and Esme both grab an elbow each to bring her down the stairs (laughs) surely you guys could have run down and she'll be there in like a sec it's not like you're like rushing out the door you know what I mean they're still strategizing. It. it's so funny they're,
1: like the excuse is that it's to confuse the scent but honestly but I should think not I'm within their house <laughs> they're just like and now we pick up Bella and we hold Bella
0: and we move we her and um, she's just an object <laughs> that we Bella. move around
1: <laughs> yes la 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 <laughs> I can't la, remember la. the
0: narration in the original books of Esme just picking her up and moving her just yep
1: I can't either. Got, oh, the only thing I can remember is that they swapped clothes. Yeah. Because um, they swapped clothes because to confuse the scent.
0: I'm just imagining it. You know when people run on TikToks in like three speed and it looks yes. hilarious. That's <laughs> all I'm imagining.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Um, speaking of Esme, there is one line that made me go, ew, mm-hmm. that's kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Um, because, she, you know, she like swaps, swaps socks. <laughs> In- including, yeah. including socks with her. Mm. And then she brings her socks down. Gives them to Edward. <laughs> and then. And gives them to Edward, and then it's like her scent was fresh and strong. <laughs> like, that's so
0: gross! Here you go, have my smelly socks! God, awful!
1: <laughs> like, can you. Like. But then also it implies that human scent to vampires doesn't actually smell like human scent anymore mm-hmm. because, like,. You know, I wouldn't say I'm a particularly unfresh-smelling person. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I, but I just had a shower actually, so I I smell extra nice right now. I don't think anyone's smelling my socks after a day of walking and playing baseball <laughs> and
0: being like mm, delicious <laughs> like. I think it's like I, I think it's kind of like how dogs can smell each other and they smell different oh. and they don't just like to us they smell like dog dog smell, but to, <laughs> smell <laughs> to each like other dogs. they smell like oh, I know which dog this is, you know? I think it's that kind of situation.
1: Glad we've sorted that out. That's all for Esme, this chapter, by the way. Oh, Edward asks her something because he asks her to swap clothes because Rosalie says no, and he's like, I knew she'd say yes. I'm like, why'd you bother asking then?
0: And I, like, should we talk about Rosalie just while we're here? Yeah.
1: Um, so right. I so. I
0: understand that, like, I understand her perspective, even though the book wants me to hate her for not protecting Bella, because obviously I want Bella to yeah. be protected and stuff. But do you think yeah. for one second Edward would put Bella at risk to save yeah. Rosalie?
1: no yep 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 like, that is literally what i put in this book mm-hmm. it was literally like because he's like oh, she's having a temp to tempter and blah 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 and then he actually reads her mind and her mind is just like i can't believe this is happening this is literally the this is literally what i said would happen yeah. Yep,
0: yep yep
1: and now it's happening We're just like she's <laughs> you know in brooklyn the brooklyn 99 where that um gina has that hoodie that just says gina was right on it yeah and rosalie is just wearing one of those hoodies for the rest of the chapter <laughs> and it said rosalie only saw the danger to Emmett. yeah and then it's like I literally like did one of my annotations and I was like, Wow, almost like you and Bella Because like that's the thing is that Rosalie is like literally acting in the same way that Edward would yeah. if this was a threat to Bella. Rosalie and
0: Edward are very similar. They're very similar. They're people. so
1: similar. It just really irritates me that she is getting criticized for something that, you know, Edward would absolutely do, like a hundred percent.
0: I don't know. I always have just a lot of additional empathy for Rosalie, mm. even though like I don't always agree with her, and like, I think her and Edward are very similar, and I bully Edward all the time. But I think it's because Edward's decisions are seen as like romantic and like sensible and like his Mm -hmm. flaws, and Rosie is like, what a bitch. (laughs) I hate her.
1: Yeah. She's not allowed to
0: have her own feelings and like experiences because she's not the protagonist. Yeah.
1: And it's it's the fact that he's calling this like a temper tantrum when it's literally. Multiple times in this chapter, and I do mean multiple, he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure everyone can hear me grinding my teeth together. And he gets really annoyed mm-hmm. with Emmett for being too jovial and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, he's there snapping at everyone. Yeah. He even, like, has, and he, I will also say, he has a little bit of a whiny baby tam- temper tantrum in the car. Oh, he does, yeah. Because he hears Bella's acting goodbye speech that she even said, don't listen to a word of what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't mean it, this is just so I I can get away and you won't be hunted down by the FBI. Mm -hmm. And he has a little bit of a whiny baby temper tantrum. I mean, this entire book is Edward having a whiny baby temper temper tantrum. For sure. But that scene is completely fine. Whereas with Rose, when she's just like, hey, I told you this would happen, you said you had it under control, you clearly don't because now you're disrupting our whole life.
0: I don't want my boyfriend and love of my life to die.
1: Yeah, I don't want him to die, I don't want... I don't want to have to move again. Yeah. I also, I'm like, I'm not being funny. Okay, yes, this is me projecting onto Rosalie because it is not said, but I also think that she's just like, I don't want you to have to go through heartbreak. Yeah. Like, you know. I think it's mostly I think about, it's, about Emmett, but I that's think definitely there an element. undercurrent of that. I do think it's definitely most about Emmett, but I also don't want it. like, I also think that at her heart, Rosalie isn't a bad person. I think she's also thinking about Edward because she doesn't, this is the thing, Rosalie doesn't think it's true love. She thinks that he just kind of, is infatuated with her mm. and will get over it. Yeah. And if you were a hundred year old vampire and someone's like, "I'm in love," you'd be like, "All right, calm down, it'll pass." Kind of thing. Yeah. Like,
0: because you know, I always think back and I really like that scene where they go on that like walk and they go to a lake? They go yes. somewhere together. And, yeah, they go um, to a lake. And she is just basically like, "Well, what will you do when it's finished? Like, are you just gonna let her go?" Obviously not. So are you gonna turn her or what's the vibe? Uh, and Edward really yeah. is like vague about it and is like no I'm not going to do that and she's like well that's just not realistic if this is the love of your life why don't you want to be about it?" Yeah. and I don't agree with yeah, that yeah exactly like you know so yeah Rosalie like badly written but like I understand motivations behind a character and like there has to be some element yeah. of Stephanie Meyer understanding that as well because we wouldn't have then got all the Breaking down stuff that we like about Rosalie you know what I mean yeah but yeah she's exactly. definitely and especially I... in Twilight written to just be like bitch sister conflict
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I choose I think to the love other her.
1: It's that, like, Rosalie actually thinks Edward is being selfish. Yeah. Like, that's the thing, is that she makes this comment. She says, um, when they're like, oh, Rosalie, will you go to- with Esme? And, like, it's implied that if she doesn't go with Esme, Esme will be unprotected. Yeah. Which, I mean, hmm, but fine. Yeah. And she said, of course I won't let Esme go alone. I actually care about this family. <laughs> yeah. Because, I from Rosalie's perspective, Edward is selfish. Yeah, and, and he we, has put you know, them all in danger. We can debate about that. Yeah, you know, we can, you know, like I, I mean, I can see both sides. To be honest. Oh, for Definitely sure. See it from Rosalie's side. Definitely see it from Edward's side, where he's like, no, but I can't let her just get attacked.
0: You yeah, know, that oh for sure. Worse. The right thing to do so, is to like protect her, but like, yeah. then that does put you and your loved ones at risk, and like. Mm-hmm. That's not a risk a lot of people are willing to take, you know what I mean? Like, if I was in this situation (laughs) and someone was like, this is... like," I mean, I don't have siblings and they're not really siblings, so it's different. Um, But, like, if someone was like, okay, well, we need your, like, Mm. your boyfriend or, like, your best friend to, like, fight and potentially die Mm. because I love this person... I'd be a bit like... It's a bit of a yeah. trolley problem, isn't it? <laughs>
1: really. It is a bit of a trolley problem. It actually is. That's a really good... Yeah, it's
0: just a trolley <laughs> my problem. <laughs> my trolley problem answer is, I'm sorry, I would save the people I love. Sorry. Which is not, like, the perfect answer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I think that's what I would do in that situation. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know I, Oh, the trolley problem.
0: It depends how many elements are, like, in it. You know what I mean? Whether yes. It, how many people... <laughs> whether they're kids yeah. you know there's a
1: lot of elements <laughs> yeah there's so many elements of the trolley problem Yeah, and I think at the end of the day may may you never have to be involved in a real life trolley problem mm-hmm. Katie I, think, uh, that's, thank I you. think that's what we all hope for I did for, have a big old argument no no with my boyfriend because he situation. said he
0: would not pick me in the trolley problem
1: uh, and oh no, no, no. and it wasn't oh is this a new relationship test would you <laughs> would you save me, in the kill me problem? The problem? yeah
0: so we, we it was part of like a video game and it was like i think it was like fable or something like that uh and it was like would you like you know well my friend's there or i'll kill all these villagers and i was like oh um well i will save my friend instead of these npcs um mm. and he was like but there's like three of them or one of your friend and i was like Yeah, but if that was me, would you not save me rather than three NPCs? And he was like, No. (gasps) So it was a tenth day in my household. Wow, I can imagine.
1: (laughs) Neutrality problem just dropped. Yeah.
0: Right. So New like TikTok relationship (laughs) test.
1: (laughs) New TikTok relationship test. Right, okay. So There aren't really anything else to talk about with the other vamps this chapter apart from Edward.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, we'll get into him. Um, But apart from that, the the vamps are just basically like protect Bella, protect Bella, and that's it the whole way through. Yeah, and they do it in
0: like fun ways. Like I enjoy it, and they're all like splitting off and like devising plans and stuff. And like we don't get to hear as much of it as like because Edward is listening in, but he's like already planned what they're doing, so you don't get to really see anyone else because he's so focused on it. But yeah. Favorite parts yeah. about the other are Them just picking Bella up, moving her, <laughs> she's, yes. like she's a thing, and also then putting being
1: like you're coming with me, babe.
0: <laughs> Emmett coming downstairs unprompted with this massive bag full of sports gear question mark Not sure what's in there, but then pretending it's Bella, like then propping it up in the car as if yeah. a human bag pass <laughs> for Bella. Mm-hmm. As if just a sports we,
1: bag. Yeah, we kept putting the human that we love into a into a body body bag bag. just
0: carrying Uh, just a sealed body bag really (laughs) conspicuous (laughs) Mm. I mean it's better than nothing but a funny plan like surely you'd like pretend she was hiding in the boot or something rather than propping up Mm -hmm. a body bag anyway yeah well anyway we're
1: not we're not saying that the vampires are the smartest. Because I think oh, there's not point. a thought they in that not. family.
0: There's one brain cell. No.
1: This... And it, it, it passes between them. But Carla has it most of the time because he has to do surgery on people. Yeah. So
0: Carla u- uses yeah. it and the others just like stand in its energy and are like, I guess. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edward has reverse brain cells. Yeah. He's like, he thinks he's picking up the brain cell from Carlisle, mm-hmm. but he's actually not.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not a brain cell on that boy. No.
0: uh yeah so that's kind of all the other colors i think we should move on to the main bit of this which is edward and edward is not having a good time this chapter like he is like we bully him but he's having like a real (laughs) rough time with this chapter because you know he's worrying about bella and his whole family and he feels very Powerless and anxious. What does he say? He talks about the pit Mm -hmm. opening in his stomach, which it
1: it really is But before we talk about Edward and how genuinely just the terribly awful time that he is having this chapter um we want to tell you guys about the choose your struggle podcast um which is hosted by jay Schiffman, who's a public speaker and a coach and each week he interviews people with lived experience on the topic of mental health substance misuse and recovery and drug use and policy to help end stigma and normalize difficult conversations through empathy and vulnerability
0: everyone has their own mental health and their own issues and so many people are struggling particularly at the moment These are our friends, our neighbours and family members.
1: There are massive system changes that need to happen, but until we can have honest conversations about these topics, people will continue to suffer. Choose Your Struggle is working to help end the stigma and ensure that those who need help get the help they deserve, because we're in this together.
0: So check out the Choose Your Struggle podcast and maybe think about reaching out to a friend or family member that you might have lost touch with during this isolation. And thanks so much to Jay and Choose Your Struggle for sponsoring this episode. So, speaking of reaching
1: Edward... I just, here's the thing, is that I think that life would go a little easier for Edward if he actually talked to anyone about his feelings at any point. Like, I genuinely mean this. For sure. Like, he, mm-hmm. like, you know, we love our ironic heroes, they're strong, they're stoic, they're brooding, but oh my gosh. Like, this whole mm-hmm. chapter, he, like, sits there, he grinds his teeth. Audibly multiple times. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's kind of, like yeah. rages at everyone and he's like really scared. But oh, like, all he needs to say, can you? Like, here's the thing because if you turn around and said to Emmett, Look, Emmett, I'm really worried about Bella. I'm genuinely scared of this tracker, blah, blah, blah. And it would have been like their family you would have been him, like everyone is trying to be their fam minus Rosalie. everyone is trying to be their family as much as they can and try and protect Bella as much as they can. Like I think he can allow himself to be like a little emotionally vulnerable, like just a weeny bit,
0: you know, for sure. yeah, it's really like a big communication yeah. thing with him. like he really is like he's not it he also like is not good for his own relationship because he's not communicating no. anything to Bella. Bella's just being taken on this like whirlwind of oh my god what is happening to me where are we going (laughs) she's in control of the situation we found out like in the end but like he really doesn't communicate Mm -hmm. his own anxieties to her she doesn't understand initially like the gravity of the situation that's why she's like yeah please take me home like because he doesn't communicate and with that communication would have gone a lot better for them initially. The only time he communicates
1: in this chapter (laughs) is to be upset at Bella for something that she told him not to listen to. Because, you know, it's not Charlie. Bella does her big speech at Charlie and she's like, I hate this small town. I never want to be here ever again. Her whole thing. And then he's like, let me find his little thing that he says. Speaking in my normal voice, as though there was no danger or terror, I said, I didn't realise you were still so bored with small town life. It seemed like you were adjusting fairly well, especially recently. Maybe I was just flattering myself that I was making life more interesting for you. Bruh, she's running for her life right now. Like, <laughs> that's as interesting as it Please, gets. not the also, time. Absolutely not the time. And then she gets really upset as well, and she's like, oh my god, no. Like, I was just saying that. That was what my mum said to Charlie before she left. And I'm like, Okay. Well, first of all, we need to have a conversation about how emotionally devastating you decided to go with this final conversation. She's Louise so Bells. Um, <laughs> secondly, Edward, she said to your face, don't listen. Although, to be fair, if someone was like, don't listen, and then started like proper insulting me, I think I would take that a, a smidge yeah, personally.
0: Just just, just a, a tiny little bit, bit. Heart, yeah. Just, some just little a little smidge. smidge
1: of ouchy, ouchy, mm-hmm. my heart, but still. I mean it's not yeah. quite the time. I think mean, I think the thing is, especially because can you imagine Alice and Emmett running alongside the car just being like whoop They're having a domestic <laughs> like <laughs> whoop, oh no. running real quick. But yeah, and then that's it. And then he you know, he gets mad at Rosalie, he says that she's having a temper tantrum. We you know my feelings on that. And then like it ends with him watching the car that's got Bella in it like pull out of the driveway and it's like, Oh man, it's so dramatic.
0: Can I say one fun, stupid yes, thing please. I really like about this bit, and by like I mean I don't think I editor caught it. Um, so, Edward's uh-huh. in the car, um, watching yeah. Bella like leave, um, and <laughs> um, the sentence is, "I crouched against the floorboards, mostly invisible, but I couldn't help peeking through <gasps> the window." I'm sorry. The,
1: floorboard? the, f- the floorboards. The In the
0: truck. Oh in, my god. In the car. Yeah. It specifies like three times that he's in the truck. I'm like, okay, so That's maybe he's so gone funny. to like the porch or maybe he's in the house. No, because then she gets into oh the car and like gosh. stops the car. But I was just sat there like... a the floorboard. The floorboards? I mean, America explained your cars yeah, have maybe floorboards. Maybe he means the bed of the truck. <laughs> I'm but, sure like, that is what he means, but it says floorboards.
1: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Just
0: crack oh, me up. No. Oh no. Edward. Silly.
1: Let's talk Bella. Let's talk Miss Emotional Devastation yes. herself. Bella Swan.
0: She's so smart like so (gasps) sad but so smart like she just gets in there and she's like right I've got a plan and like um, the thing Edward says about her he says obviously her frozen science in the jeep had not been petrification but preparation she had a script Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah she did you're underestimating her once again but she's got this. My issue
1: is my only issue right obviously Mm -hmm. she's just the thing she's like just let me go Charlie blah 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 Edward sees in Charlie's mind the exact same situation happening and Renee apparently looks really like Bella but with a different eye colour which must have been genuinely devastating for, for Charlie. So she like genuinely emotionally yeah. devastates him to the point that he's actually speechless. Like he can't say anything. He's just reaching yeah. out with one hand and is like begging her to stay just one more night. Also is terrified about her safety because she's like I'll just sleep on the road. And he's like, "Please, I'll just sleep in my, my truck, truck, Dad." dad. He's and he's like, "No, like, baby, just stay yes. one more night. Just one more night, or or just a, like a week, a night, anything." And it's so sad. And then she's like, "Not that bothered that she's just like ripped her dad's heart out and like stomped on it."
0: I'm sure she, she is, she but it doesn't really seem like seem it. For that sure. Not
1: bothered. She's more bothered about Edward. And I'm like, "Girl, your priorities."
0: But that might yeah. just be Edward's perception. Because if you remember yeah. in Twilight, she was like, oh my yeah. god, what I'm really have I done? I it's just Edward's <laughs>
1: perception. Because my mind's perception, like, yeah, she's crying, but she's not that bothered. And I'm like, Edward.
0: I. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. Or well, it's just. Mm-hmm. I think he's just bad at. De- For sure. Is Edward just bad at describing things? I hope so. Because.
0: I think so. Because he's honestly just not following yeah. Bella's feelings the whole time through. It's like He yeah. also is, she's like I can do this, she replied in a stronger voice than I expected. Like the whole time he's just underestimating like this is how so much true. she's getting on with this and yeah, getting this so right. <laughs> done. So I think it's just bad Ed- Edward perception. Just, Edward rolled zero on perception. <laughs> he,
1: oh god. Edward's, he has like minus wisdom. Like genuinely. Minus wisdom, sure. minus intelligence. Maybe like <laughs> plus I'll also go plus like three charisma, really high dexterity. Yeah, yeah. Plus one dex.
0: Good, good constitution. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely no brain on that yeah. boy.
0: I think that probably like it wraps a... that up. Yeah, let's do some pit. And
1: then would you would you like a Yahoo?
0: I would love a Yahoo. Right, my peak is just oh no. I think it's Bella being smart and cute. There's other stuff I love in the other colors, but it's just. Bella being smart, handling it, yes. love it. Love, love
1: her. That. My peak is Emmett and his running jump into the truck. Iconic.
0: Yes. So good. So good. What
1: would your uh, pick be? My pit would be um, Charlie getting upset. I don't want to think about Charlie being sad and his sad yeah. moustache. And the fact that he probably called yes. Billy Black and was like, she left Billy just like her mum. She left me. Like, that's, that's, yeah harrowing to me but also i keep thinking about how genuinely confused this man will be like when she comes back she's like i
0: broke up with him
1: and then like runs away gets into a really bad accident and then is like we're in love actually (laughs) like oh my god no wonder why charlie thought that she was like being abused or something because
0: like (laughs) but to be fair it's like when you like Tell like a parent that like you've had a fallen out with a friend or a boyfriend and then they never forgive them. (laughs) They're like, oh they're dead. Any
1: ex that I've had (laughs) absolutely dead to my entire family. Even if it's like civil, they're just like, No. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) Gone. (laughs) Absolutely do not exist to us anymore. Gimme your Yahoo then. Anonymous asked a decade ago, in society and culture. I just really want to. Are vampires real? Are vampires real? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And then our...
0: Good. Good. I I like that they don't ask why they're asking. They're just like, well, are they? Yes, Yes, no. And then there
1: is such an intense answer from Arachne, (laughs) Goddess of Spiders, also from a decade ago.
0: Lay it on me. Can't be as bad as Bearclaw.
1: (laughs) I think it's going to be way better than Bearclaw. Okay. Okay. Vampires are as old as time, dot, dot, dot. They are everywhere. In books, movies, art... And the real world. Vampire stories and vampire history has always been collectively branched with the vampire myth and folklore. We all know about the vampire myths. Hollywood has made millions producing movies about vampires. What if the myth was really fact? I'm not suggesting that it is fact, because most likely it isn't, no matter how much I wish it was. But, dot dot dot. There is a rare heredity disease called porphyria. It is a rare blood disease. People with this condition oh. cannot produce hemoglobin. No, no, no. Hemoglobin. They heman. <laughs> they can't produce hema. Oh, <laughs> just they can't I mean, produce she he-man. They mean hemoglobin She does
0: that, but no hema. They
1: hema, <laughs> an essential component of red blood. This makes them sensitive to sunlight. They also have sores that do not heal. They grow excessive amounts of hair and are allergic to garlic. It was relatively unknown until the mid twentieth century. It is treated by regular injections of heme. Okay, so it's hema, the hema part of hemoglobin.
0: Oh, okay. So. Cool.
1: There is also anemia. Anemia is a blood disease in which the red cell count is unusually low. Red cells are the carriers of oxygen through the body. When a person suffers from anemia, their symptoms are caused by inadequate oxygen. Symptoms include extremely pale skin, quickly developed sun-irritated skin, Once again, myth warps suits the needs of the believer. Although the victim may have contracted a disease or simply inherited the blood disorder, society would have found it easy to believe that the symptoms resulted from a vampire attack. Indeed, these symptoms may have even suggested to our ancestors that the victim was beginning his own transition to a vampire, marked with extremely pale complexion and trouble eating. Even more so, in history, some anemia patients were actually given treatments which involved drinking of either animals, sometimes even human blood, as a way to gain more red blood cells, which they had a lack of. Those are the causes for the vampire myths, in quotation marks. Then there is, of course, the story of Dracula, which was written by Bram Stoker, which is on Vlad the Impaler. History tells of Vlad's barbaric ways. You all know the basic story of how Vlad (laughs) cursed God and was turned into a blood-sucking undead creature. Dracula's castle still stands today, and those who have visited it find it very haunting. Nothing in oh. history has ever proven the existence of the creatures of the night, though. At least not the Hollywood-type vampires. That is, vampires as are shown in movies. Nor has there ever been any evidence that they ever existed. Dot, dot, dot. There is no scientific evidence that such a creature ever existed. You've just said that! What if they did <laughs> exist? Would you want to be one? Would you be afraid to go out at night? If they existed, then vampire hunters would be necessary, such as in the movie Dracula, when Val Helsing chased Dracula across the continent to destroy him. (laughs) (laughs) We also also (laughs) saw Blade, a half-human, half-vampire, go around eradicating vampires. Many people watched Buffet punch and kick her way to vampire elimination. There's always been some romantic... Jesus Christ! (laughs) Sorry! Oh no, we're nearly at the end, I'm sorry. (laughs) Really, at the end, there's always been some romantic draw about vampires. Many movies have depicted the love side of the vampire and its passion. We saw in the movie Underworld a love developed between female vampire and her werewolf counterpart. There's a what? Oh, I have to see that film. Um, Yeah. Um, Today, vampire clubs show the romantic and erotic side of the legend. These clubs contain members who role play being a vampire. It's about fantasy and fun for most people involved in this kind of club. Pale white skin. Blood-smelling breath and red eyes are the most recognised image of a vampire worldwide. But do vampires really exist? Nowadays, we often hear the words real-life vampires and modern-day vampires. Both characterise these people as lifestyle as goth and punk. But what they don't realise is that most of these folks are indeed real vampires. Vampires do exist! What? This (gasps) has taken a turn. Most vampires drink blood. But they aren't out on a drinking spree, and and more often than not, vampires require very few ounces of blood to satisfy that hunger. The uninformed ridicule this practice and often misconceive it as works of evil or think the person is a freak or a psychopath. Over the years, you might have seen news reports of blood trigger killings. These crimes were mostly committed by vampires who didn't really understand their true nature and unstable people who thought they were vampires, claiming that the killing was mandated by the devil or a voice. Such killings can never be blamed to be real vampires or the vampire community as most of the time they were triggered by factors other than vampirism. Not all vampires drink blood. The purpose of drinking blood is to acquire life force from the blood. Vampires who drink blood do not drink blood to show people that it's cool or something. Blood drinking is very different to smoking. It's an innate desire, a hunger if you must call it. Vampires who drink blood are called bee feeders in the vampire world. Sources. Oh my god. (laughs) There are their Sources. Me Please be aware sausage. that by vampires, I do not refer to Blood Dracula or some Joe who claims that he's 400 years undead. As far as I'm concerned, the undead never existed, but oddly, it has been feared for centuries. Oh, Jesus Christ. Then they talk about slank- vampires for a bit, though. You know, drag out your life force. Through your mind yeah.
0: um, I love all that stuff Where I'm just like Oh you just introverted
1: <laughs> I love this Have you ever had an experience Of feeling really really drained After talking or standing In front of a person For quite a while Hmm Such an irresponsible vampire Blah 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 Talking about well, Vampires don't have fangs But they can have fangs blah, blah blah They all Mostly They have responsible Drinking practice Which is good nice Good for them um, They always observe Sanitary drinking practices As well Very nice mm, Good um, yes,
0: they,
1: should. they study and earn a living and no garlic or crucifix will ever put them away. Don't worry, the vampires are just as dangerous and gentle as an average person. Might you have any quant- might you have any questions? Do contact me, Winky Face. And this is Ooh. the top answer, but it has six down votes and no oh. up votes.
0: Well, I, I think have no idea. A good answer. Thank you. Arachnes. Me too. It was. Thank you, Arachne. Some high points. Would you be afraid to go out at night? Yes, I'm a woman anyway. Vampires wouldn't make that yep. much of a difference. Still, wouldn't want to do it. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yep. Uh, I really like the different references to vampire media because I'm a vampire yeah. media nerd. Um yeah. Gentle spoilers alert for post Twilight on this podcast. Ooh. Hopefully, some other vamp me- media stuff in the future. So, yeah. if you're a regular listener, or even if this is your first episode, let us know what you'd like us to talk about in terms of vampire yes. media. You know, because we've got to, yeah. we've got to do some reading up, some watching up before. We do. So we've got enough contents so if you're a big Buffy fan yeah. any vampire movies, let us know. That's I just reminded Buffy. me to ask you guys.
1: <laughs> I got a well I need to watch Underworld. If it's got a vampire and werewolf yes. falling in love. That's my
0: jam. That sounds so fun. Is it a film or is it a show? I
1: think it's a film. It's a exciting.
0: Film. I love Thank that. Thank you, Arachne. <laughs> Thank you, Arachne, for I the right. That.
1: That's so exciting. <laughs> like Right. So I mean there was a very involved answer. It did um there was a lot, but you know what? Really well researched and her sources were
0: herself yes I love that which is cool I would rather like a tentative like oh I kind of like believe in it but like here are sources either way answer then like Bearclaw mm. who came in last week like yes. it's not real and you're stupid and I'm like this mm. is an 11 year old looking for some fun yeah, <laughs> you don't have to be is. such a downer leave them alone yeah
1: exactly
0: <laughs> so yeah I think that's yeah, quite a nice answer nice. You,
1: <laughs> I think it was too thank you Arachne and thank that, you for listening.
0: Yes. <laughs> that probably, <laughs> yeah, does, does about wrap us up this week. Oh, this 20 was 20. chapter 23, uh, Goodbyes. Goodbyes. Which, drama, drama. Next chapter, uh, me mm. and Love were talking about this before, is going to be a scene that we've never seen before, because there's no Bella never. in it. So we don't really, like, we know what, like, the boys were up to um mm. while they were on, like, Alice and Jasper and Bella were on their road trip and Bella was getting lured away. But we didn't we haven't seen it so you know that's my favourite yeah. thing about midnight sun is when we get new things, exciting things, different new scenes. Lore, new lore, good, new good, good, lore. good, good, good. So hopefully so that's exciting. in chapter twenty four, ambush. Ooh.
1: So
0: maybe they've Victoria. I truly have no idea.
1: <gasps> maybe. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Exciting.
0: Anyway. Though? Yes. So join us next week. Uh thank you so much for listening. You can Give us a follow on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, from Pod mm-hmm. everywhere. Thank you so much to everyone that got in contact last week. We asked yes. what your favourite pairing would be for a road trip uh, between the Cullens, because we said Alice <laughs> and Emmett, and you guys agreed, 62% of you agreed. Mm-hmm. Following up was Rosalie and Jasper, which is an mm. odd mix, but, like, that good a- for you.
1: That's kind of a banging mix, though. Like, I feel like that could be pretty good.
0: It would. So Yeah, thank you so much for answering yeah. our poll. And also, I didn't put Alice and Esme as an option. Um, <gasps> uh, Sarah and Ailish both got in touch to be like, uh, where is Alice and Esme? That's the elite pairing, yes. which, to be fair, yeah. yeah. For me, Crap Alice and combo. Emmett, elite pairing, but I respect that. But yeah. Catherine agreed with us as well on Twitter. Alison yes. and Emmett, elite pairing. But I agree, Alice and Esme as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. So, if you want to get in touch, follow us on all the places. Let us know. Let us know what kind of vampire media you'd like us to cover in the future. Mm. That would be so fun.
1: Yeah. Or you can shoot us an email at midnightfunpod at gmail.com. So,
0: yeah, if you want to send us some money for a coffee or some just some vampiric nonsense for us to add to our Instagram page, where yes. uh, you can send us on coffee. That's ko-fi.com slash midnightfunpod. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Midnight Fun is an independent podcast hosted by two girls with an internet connection. Our intro and outro is A4Vampire by Summer. Neither Katie nor Liv is associated with Stephanie Meyer or any of her intellectual property. All views expressed are their own, and remember, werewolves make terrible boyfriends.